Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, I just feel so thrilled that we've been having the most amazing guests on Coach's Corner. They're just so awesome. And today's guest is no exception. Many of you know Byron Katie, or have heard of her work called The Work. I'll tell you more about her in a moment, but I have been such a follower of her work for, for many years and just find her so compassionate, so loving, just being in her presence is a gift. So I really hope you enjoy today's conversation. A couple announcements. Next week, August 18th, we have a virtual coaching workshop. Those are the $20 workshops I do where I come and I teach you stuff. And those that are there live can ask me questions. If you can't make it live, you can get the recording, you get the meditation, you get all the yumminess. You just don't have the opportunity to ask me a question live. So it's totally fine if you can't come live. This group coaching on the 18th is going to be on inner child. I get so many questions on inner child. We can never talk enough about inner child. I think that you're really going to get a lot of value. Even if you've done the inner child workshop, even if you've done past group coaching calls with me where we've talked about the inner child my understanding of the inner child and relationship with it keeps deepening the more I teach it. So there will be new stuff that we go over. And of course, the questions that everyone brings always brings new information forward. So if you want to join me for that, again, it's only $20. Go to christinehasler.com slash group. Again, christinehasler.com slash group. I want to thank my sponsor for the show, Organifi. I love Organifi products, all organic superfood products that you can drink, you can make yummy lattes out of and just get so many of your nutrients. And I know the company, I know they source from great places. I, I only put stuff in my body that I trust and Organifi is one of those brands that I trust. One of my favorites right now is their gold blend. Now, it is hot and humid in Texas, so I'm not making myself hot lattes. But what I've loved doing is putting some ice, some coconut or almond milk, a little coconut oil, and their the, the Organifi Gold, which is a bunch of turmeric and yummy, yummy, all kinds of other good stuff. I could list off all the ingredients, but just trust me, it's good. And I blend it up, and it's like this delicious turmeric latte milkshake. It's so delicious. Sometimes I even throw a little coconut ice cream in there when I really want to treat myself. But that's the thing with Organifi products. You can drink them hot, cold. They have such a range of things and you get 20% off all your orders, no matter how much you order, no matter how often you order, just go to Organifi.com slash over it. Again, Organifi.com slash over it for 20% off all of your orders. All right. Let me tell you a little bit more about Byron Katie. In 1986, when she was in her 40s, at the bottom of a 10-year spiral into depression and self-loathing, Byron Katie woke up one morning in a state of joy. Actually, while a cockroach was crawling over her foot, she'll tell that story in the interview. She realized that when she believed her stressful thoughts, she suffered. But when she questioned them, she didn't suffer. And that is true for every human being. Her simple yet powerful processes of self-inquiry, which she calls the work, consists of four questions and the turnaround which is a way of experiencing the opposite of what you believe. Let me tell you, it's powerful. Katie has been bringing the work to millions of people for more than 30 years. Her public events, weekend workshops, intensives, and nine-day school for the work have brought freedom to people all over the world. Her books include the best-selling Loving What Is, I Need Your Love, Is That True?, A Thousand Names for Joy, and A Mind at Home with Herself. Go back. And A Mind at Home with Itself. For more information, visit thework.com. 
And now on to my conversation with Byron Katie. Katie, welcome to the show. I am so, so honored that you're here. Thank you. You are welcome. It's so I'm so glad you invited me. Mm, it's it's a true pleasure to to speak with someone whose books I've read and who I've listened to and who's been just a voice of soothing compassion and also a kick in the butt at times, which I've needed. <laughs> oh, so unintended, but oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Sometimes we need those when we're really believing a thought that's not true. Because, oh, yeah. Don't you find that with yourself, though? You you say something and unintended and to the other, it feels like, oh, whoa, that was a, a kick in the yep. in the Yep. Yep. <laughs> but when you get a kick in the butt with love, that's a special, that's a special yeah. kind of kick. So <laughs> I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm familiar with your work and the work and a lot of my audience members probably have heard of Byron Katie and the work, but they may not know your story. And, and I think a lot of people may assume that this is just a formula you, you thought up and it just became a, a system that you just deduced from logic or something like that. But it wasn't like that at all. You have quite a story. And of course, you don't have to go into it in great detail. But would you mind sharing the turnaround point in your life? Well, I was, you know, it, it followed years of depression, a decade, a minimum of a decade of mm. deep depression and agoraphobia and and just um you know, sometimes so suicidal, it was painful to breathe. Mm. And then one day, as I lay sleeping on the floor, I slept with my, my beds next to me, but I didn't believe I even deserved to sleep in it. So mm. I was on the floor and sleeping just like we all go to sleep at night. We wake up the next morning. But this particular morning, as I lay sleeping, a bug crawled over my foot and it woke me up, literally. Mm. It's like I opened my eyes, and before the ego could take up that space, fill in that space, I saw how my world was created. Mm. I saw the cause of all life, but more importantly, I, I saw the cause of suffering. And then I began to laugh, <laughs> because I saw that that um, it's what... You know, Basically, here it is. I saw that when I believed my thoughts, I suffered. But when I questioned them, when I didn't believe them, I didn't suffer. And I've come to see that this is true for every human being. So the work is I just notice my thinking and how everything is I want, I need, they should, they should, da, 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 you know, all those judgments. And so there were six questions there that um, I call it the judge neighbor worksheet. And people just answer those six questions. And then they they have opportunity to be on the floor, just as I was, mm. as they question what they're thinking and believing. So it gives us all equal opportunity. So it's not just for one special human being to wake up to the cause of all suffering and how to end it. It's for all of us, because it's so simple that mm. I think that's how we miss it. Yeah, we really do make things more complex than than we need to. And I mm -hmm. I can raise my hand to overthinking, overanalyzing, thinking that worry is a way that I keep myself safe. And how could we not? You know, the ego is fighting for its life. And mm -hmm. and 
you know, to have compassion for an, for mind that we call the ego. It's like this frightened little child that, you know, I want, I need, you should, you should, da, 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 da. and it's, you know, it, it, uh, we wake up in the morning and, and we don't wake up until ego hits and says, I, I am, I'm awake, I'm late for work, I need mm. to brush my teeth. And it just, you know, we're identified immediately. And we really think that that subject is, you know, this, this body. Mm. And, and so too, um, these questions wake us up from wherever we are in a very gentle way. And no one has to do it. It's just one way to wake up to uh, the cause of all suffering, how to end it. Mm. How, how do you define the ego? Because I've heard lots of different definitions mm. of the ego. How do you define it? Well, it's, you know, if I, I see me, it's, I'm Pacific time. So it's like a little after um, 1 p.m. in the afternoon, 122. And so I see me at breakfast this, this morning with Stephen, my husband, and we're having breakfast and oh my gosh, the day is so beautiful. And there we are. But, and I see me talking to him. And the question, is that him? Is that me? Is mm. that I? And, and and then I see me having dinner with Stephen tonight. And and I see the two of us, we're having this great time, we're having our favorite meal. Okay, so now I've got Byron Katie at breakfast, I've got Byron Byron Katie at dinner, and then I have me the thinker. So I'm witnessing the answer, that old ancient question, the answer to the question, who am I? Well, I'm not, that's not me. Mm. So you ask me, what is the ego? It's an illusion. It would lead me to, I can even taste the the lemon I put in my tea as I focus on it right here, right now. That's how powerful that image of breakfast can be sometimes. And then I see me at dinner, but is, you know, who am I? Is that me? Mm. Well, now there are three of me. <laughs> so if we keep it that simple, because I can't have me at dinner if I didn't have a memory of dinner before I had the memory of dinner. Mm. So look at how, you know, like all in the illusion of time, all the time, all the memories that make that seem so real. That is me at breakfast, me at dinner. Okay, so who am I? I'm just noticing just it's it, and I don't see it. I don't see it, Christine, as the me of the past. I see the illusion mm. of mm. me, and and I look at dinner tonight with Stephen, and that is not I, and that is not dinner, and I can even taste the the ice water they bring to me. I can experience that if you know if I, if I'm really into it, depending on how powerful the, I'm into, that is I huh. having dinner, they're going to bring water. And so who am who am I? Yeah. So as close Good as question. we can get in this, <laughs> uh, yeah, so as close as we can get in this moment is there's breakfast. That's not now there's dinner. That's not now. So who am I? Oh, I am here talking to this precious Christine. Hmm. And it's enough. Mm. It's enough. I'm present. And in that I can feel, you know, I have my my arms leaning on the desk as I talk to you, and I can I can feel the support of the table and all is well. My breathing's good. Mm. I'm not I'm just 
everything's good. Everything's good. I love the company I'm keeping. And and I love, you know, the company we're always thinking is what's going on in our head. <laughs> he did that, 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 they did that, 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 all of that. You know, who would I be without my story, which is the fourth of the four questions I invite people to quarry. Mm. So it's like, who am I? Anytime we're frightened and we just think, who am I? It can just bring us back to right here, right right now and you know if someone's holding my a gun to my head and they say they're going to shoot me i'm safe yeah. right they haven't pulled the trigger yet mm. so the only thing i have to fear is is to be in the future even if it's a nanosecond future where i see the bullet hit my head and i feel it and i feel fear and i see it and i can even see me at the funeral mm -hmm. <laughs> but all the thoughts and he hasn't pulled the trigger yet so i'm missing what could be the last few seconds of my life wow. so that's not life so what is the ego it is the not now the not mm -hmm. the not now there's no proof of a thought there's hmm. no proof of a thought because it's not a thing. Mm. It's not object. It's not a thing. So that's very comforting. Yeah, it is comforting. And I think it's mind blowing too, because we think our thoughts are so real and, oh goodness, and we believe yeah. them. And I think a lot of us, and I can raise my hand to this too, feel like we can't control them, that they just kind of like a galloping horse right away with us at times. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that is, um, that was, that's a dilemma. So if we just take like your advice, get still, begin to step into this practice of meditation and notice as, as, as I might recommend, notice the things that are costing you, um, the experience of just sitting in silence. And if something, arises that you think you may want to quarry to question, then those four questions are always free on ByronKatie.com. Yes. And, and we'll link to those and go through those. And maybe we can actually use those or the judge your neighbor process. Mm, I love that one. Yeah, so I love much. it too. It, it really just takes the edge off whenever, whenever I notice that someone is, you know, pitched a tent in my head and is camping out. I've allowed my uh -huh. thoughts just to, just to go to that person. I, I use that that worksheet. So what is the ego? It's the not now. It's the not ever. It, it's the unreal. It's an illusion. We've heard all of this, but no one has really told us, what do you mean by that? Yeah. What is, what do you mean illusion? Where, what? <laughs> yeah. I think we've all heard be present. The ego is an illusion. Everything's an illusion. But in, when you're living life in, in this, well, seemingly 3D, but it's way more than that world, it's sometimes hard to, not hard, but we forget. We have amnesia yeah, you know, of what's true. On the floor, in that ex experience I was describing earlier, there was nothing. I was unidentified. Mm. And to say I was unidentified was, was, is misleading. There was no identification. Mm. And so no I. And in that, nothing had identification. And then I watched the ego. I literally watched it at play. It was wow. that. Uh, we could say that moment of clarity and and it all of a sudden it's like there was a light and above my head I could see a window mm. and and the light was coming through it and then it was 
it wasn't a light. It was still no identification. And then window hit my head and it was like the beginning of time. Mm. That's where the world began. And the only difference was I didn't believe it. Mm -hmm. I saw the I, I saw how how life is created. And I saw how fear is created. And, and that's not right or wrong. I love Earth. I refer to Earth as Earth School. We're mm -hmm. here to wake up to reality. And it hurts until we do. And mm -hmm. the kinder we are in the world, um, the the sweeter our life. But how <laughs> but we can justify our lack of kindness. Did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he did you see what he did right. to me? Did that, we can just but to just put it on paper paper. You know, what our thoughts about that human being and put it on paper and question our thoughts about that human being and just see what we come up with, mm. you know, with, with no end game. Just see what's true for us. Just like for me as just my life experience, what does that mean to me? And to sit in those questions with an open mind, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. With, with the kind of integrity I see in you and just just what is there don't don't you want to know it just thrills me yes yes I love that and the more I've done the work I I the more excited I get about seeing where my thought was wrong <laughs> and going oh wait that's that's my suffering and it's yeah it's like I was uh, I was sure about that when right. oh, whoops. And I think it's been especially helpful this year. And I, I really wanted to talk to you about this because I feel we are living in such a time of division and such a time mm -hmm. of judgment. And mm -hmm. we can even take the vaccine example. People are judging people for getting it. People are judging people for not getting it. It's I'm right, you're wrong, two sides. It's hard mm -hmm. to know the truth of anything right now because you can you know, look at the news and get some facts supported, look over here and get other ones supported. And I have mm -hmm. just found myself when I allow myself to to go into those thoughts completely overwhelmed and confused about what really is the truth which yeah which you know kind of puts you in a head spin so I'd love your advice your feedback your coaching on because I think well, a lot of people are in this let's, position <laughs> let's see I'm uh, let's say I don't want to take the vaccine okay mm -hmm. so for me personally that would be fear holding me back mm -hmm. whatever I'm thinking and believing I can really justify it, and and it frightens me. So I'm just not going to get it. And yes, I could get COVID, but but I may not. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I get the vaccine, you know, but it's fear. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now let's say I am a vaxxer, okay, which I am. I I got my first you know polio thing in a sugar cube. I don't know, I was seven <laughs> years old or something, and then from it just went on. It was required for us to go to school. Mm -hmm. Smallpox, chickenpox, all you know, yeah, all awesome. of it. Yeah. And yeah, so there was just no thought about it in me. And um it was just something required and I was young. Mm -hmm. So I've grown up with it. So it's easy for me to get the vaccination. I I look at the science. So, you know, da, 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 mm -hmm. and I have that past that shows me there were no ill effects mm. from all those vaccines that were pounded. And then as an old person, I'm an old person. So every year we get the flu shot. And, mm. you know, and God, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just... But I'm acclimated to it. Okay, I worked with a man on yesterday that was a non-vaxxer, and his biggest fear was if his community found out 
Mm-hmm. He was terrified and kind. He didn't want to let them down. And, 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 and he basically, bottom line is he was afraid of losing the community mm-hmm. and what they might say or do if, if he did and they found out. So that going around, but that's fear. Right. That's my point. It's fear that would keep him not of the vaccine. He he was he has looked at the science and he's ready to get one, but he's not ready to get one. His community, right. it's yeah. Okay, so so that's fear. Now if um if if I get the shot, fear. If I don't get the shot, fear. <laughs> if my community finds out one way or the other, fear. If I admit it. So um so I just work with fear. Mm. And then allow wisdom to prevail, and the shot kills me or it doesn't. COVID kills me or it doesn't. This mm. is the world. This is Earth School. So I do the work on what I'm thinking and believing. You know, as um, let's say I'm a, I'm a non-vaxxer and I get the shots, I can work with or want to. I can work with all my thoughts that keep me from getting it. And then I'm still free to get it or not. I don't mm. have to. Mm. I don't have to. There's no war in me. But as that person I just described, I've done enough work that I understand my community. And I, that they, they have pros and cons just like I do. You know, they're afraid. And the other community, mm. you know, they're afraid not to. They're all, so what do we all have in common? We believe our thoughts or we question them. And, and the answers that meet those questions, because it is a meditative process, the answers, that wisdom from the depth of us when we are open to the authentic, not the world's, but our own, that authentic to rise and meet the question as answer to the questions, those four questions, it's, uh, they enlighten us. Mm. And, Will and, you take us through the four questions? Yeah, it's, um, it would be, for example, he said he didn't care about me. He said he never wants to see me again. Blah 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 blah. Let's say that's a situation, and so I would, I would, I would just write that down because the ego wants to change the thought. So I would. He doesn't care about me. That seems like the dominant one. He doesn't care about me. Okay. So is it true? Is the first question. And I'd say, well, he said he did. Mm-hmm. Is it true? Can I absolutely know that it's true? Can I really know that it's true? He doesn't care about Well, I've said things I don't mean before. Can I really know that it's true? He doesn't care about me, even though he said so. So I'm just going to ponder it. This is a meditative process. And and just now I came to to actually see, Christine, I can't read another person's mind. And everyone doesn't. <laughs> the way say the weirdest thing when we're hurt and we're shooting from the hip. Yeah, and we do. So I, I don't know. Can I really know that it's true? He doesn't even though he says so. No. So and 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 I always remind people that the trick isn't to find the right answer. Yes or no. The trick is to just get still and mm. see what's the question authentically that shows you where no one is trying to change your mind and there's no bad answer. This is you with mm. you. Mm. And then the third question, notice, how do I react? What happens when I believe the thought he doesn't care about me? So now in that meditative process, sitting in that safe place, I love how you describe at the at your altar, at your 
at your what was the other at your altar, your your comfortable place, your safe space, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you're 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 meditating. You really you, you get really still and witness in your mind's eye and emotions how you reacted in that situation when he said, "I don't care about you," and you believed him. How did you react? What happened when you believed the thought? And so now I get to witness in my mind's eye my attitude, and I get to I get to see my shtick. You know, it's like I'm looking at me through his eyes when I look at me physically. And then from my own experience, my shoulders get tight. My upper, my upper stomach, you know, I, I just get in, I'm in touch with my emotions around a situation like that right mm-hmm. now. So I'm able to describe, and, and that emotion, let's say it's mostly like in my lower chest, I can track how far it travels in my body. This is, you know, this is getting still and anchored in that situation with him, just standing in it, rather than past, future, just being there now in my mind's eye. And so when I'm in touch with how I treated me, how I treated him, what I said and did, anything, anything, how do I react when I believe the thought? And I meditate in that and witness without trying to hold back, just witness. And then I move to the fourth question, which is, in that situation, who would I be without the thought, he doesn't care about me, even though he said it, who would I be without the thought, he doesn't care about me, not going into denial, but just, Mm -hmm. who would I be, who am I without it, so now I get to see him, and I get to see he looked upset, I get to see him through eyes of compassion, I become connected, he's my friend, he doesn't have to be my friend, I'm his friend, and I don't have to even tell him, Mm. I'm just his, I'm his friend. I understand. I understand. And I don't just say that. I'm experiencing it. Mm. And so, you know, as I meditate in that, and I'm fed all these truths, not from the world or some other person or, or influence. This is me sitting with me. And you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, and I, I, one thing that I just want to emphasize is we're not analyzing ourselves. We're not judging ourselves in the process. We're not going, oh, I shouldn't do that. Oh, that was unconscious. Oh, that was unkind. As you said, we're just in silence. We're just observing. We're just thinking. We're questioning, not yeah. from a judgmental place. Yeah, and it's as impersonal as just like I'm going to get still right now. Mm. Oh, I just wondered, what time is it? Mm. Okay, so I didn't do that on purpose. I'm I'm not interfering with the process on purpose. I just notice and I come back. Who would I be without the thought he doesn't care about me? So these things enter in, we notice, we come back to inquiry. So the work has four questions and turnarounds, and we just try them on. We're not trading one belief or another. He doesn't care about me. I'm going to try it on. He does care about me. Hmm. And the ego can say, no, he doesn't. He said, so, da, da, da. <laughs> oh, just, just, just try it on like a pair of shoes. You, know, you don't have to buy it. He does care about me. So now through those four questions, I've seen I'm really connected to him. Mm. And I can see he was upset. 
you know, maybe I, I don't want to add to it. I'm just going to see what I see. But it's where compa- compassion is. We experience it in that fourth, in in the, these turnarounds <clears throat> and fourth question. And, uh, and he does care about me. Okay, so my job is to try that on. Okay, he didn't scream and yell. He didn't turn me away. He was there to answer my, my questions like, what did I say? What did I do? He didn't run away from me. He does care about me. Okay, he cared enough to stay, he cared enough to, to talk to me. He does care about me. And and I, I I look at that and I, you know, maybe it happened that we just, after that, went went to coffee, you know, who knows? <laughs> but anyway, I'm, I'm not going to deny anything. I'm going to see what was there without making something up. Mm. I'm not looking for a, a happy ending. I just really want to know the truth, what's authentic, mm. not, you know, to the human race, to, you know, who and what are we? Once we understand ourselves, we understand the world and the people in it. And it really is the end of doing war with people for what they think and believe. And it doesn't mean we believe what they believe or we condone their behavior, but but as a, a compassionate, understanding human being. And that's a beautiful way to live. And it's the safest way to live. Mm. There's more security. There's security in it that money and love and kindness cannot give us. Unless it's, you know, our, our, um, the love within us allowed to be expressed, that takes a fearless, a fearless state of mind, which is another way of saying a fearless human being. Mm. And I consider myself a fearless human being, but it ends in a question mark, Christine. I don't know. It seems that way. You know, and people tell me so, but I don't know. I could be a monster tomorrow. I have no, but, but just right here, right now, you know, I really like me and it seems to be a way of life. And and people don't complain. The people closest to me don't complain, but I don't, what all I'm saying is this practice will give us a mind. It doesn't matter what we think. It will end in an invisible question mark. Mm, I love and that. It's, oh, it's, it leaves us neutral and open and connected, fearless, really. Okay, so then, the you know, we turn it out, he doesn't care about me, he does care about me. Then another opposite, another turnaround to try on is I don't care about him. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now, you know, I can, wow, that's something to ponder. I don't care about him. And then I begin, you know, I get really still and I just meditate and I don't care about him. And I look at the things that show up, maybe things I've said and done that I need to maybe when I'm ready, go back, admit, apologize, make it right where I can and start over. Mm. And he doesn't have to hear me. He doesn't have to listen. He doesn't have to speak to me and he can run when he sees me coming. But (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm willing to do my part. And if he never speaks to me again, for example, then I don't have to admit it to other people. And I don't, but I, it it shows me a way of life. I, I can, I can live differently. And he's the teacher that, that showed me what Mm -hmm. I need to work on. So he really, that apparent enemy became, you know, my teacher here in earth school. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just so my enemy really is my teacher, my, my dear. Mm. 
I love that. And I love what you said about being neutral. And you didn't say the word curious, but that's the feeling I got. Oh, honey, you're right on. Curious. It mm-hmm. leaves us curious. And and that's where ris- wisdom can play and options are. And it's just, oh, my gosh, I get goosebumps. Just, just, mm-hmm. just you're, you're so in, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, it's it's easy to be Cur- when talking to you. <laughs> you know, it, it's like curiosity. Yeah, yeah. Curiosity. Oh my gosh! I think that um, that's a great gift to be so open that curiosity has uh, has room and yes. Rather than assuming I know, I always, you know, get myself in trouble when I assume I know something or <laughs> think I know something about someone or or mind read. And um, yeah, that staying curious and neutral and going, I, I, I don't know. It gives me a lot mm. of freedom and a lot, a lot more love. Yeah, and that I don't know opens a space that wasn't there before. You, mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. It- the difference of night and day. So for people right now who are in a lot of fear, who aren't living fearless, who are in a lot of fear, especially with with everything that's going on, what would you suggest they do with that fear? Identify it. Identify their thoughts that are causing the fear. Like I'm I'm if I get covid I'm going to die. If I get covid it's going to be too painful to bear. Mm. If um, if I get the shot, blank is going to happen to me. If I get my shots, um, the community is going to ostracize me. If if I don't get my shot, then people are going to see me as as selfish as, or whatever. Self, mm-hmm. uh-huh. And if I don't, you know, so if I, it's just to look at look at the cause of of the um, of of the suffering. Let's call let's say discontent, anything from discontent to, to suffering. And to identify it and then um truly go to the work.com yep. and there are the four questions and there are there are complete extra instructions and on how to do the work. Yeah. And and if a person's mind is open to it, they can they can. Oh my goodness! If I can do this work, anyone can do it. Because I was, um, I was a tough case. <laughs> you know, most of ten years in my bedroom. That's not playing with a full deck. Yeah. But I, that is. That's what I. I just. I would just hope, Christine, that no one has to go to those kinds of lengths. Yeah. To get free, it's just not necessary. We can. Mm. There are beautiful ways in this world and beautiful people to help us. Mm, well, and thank you for being one of them because this this work is so powerful. And I, you know, there's there's something to you taking us through the questions that just adds a whole another level of understanding. And I'm wondering if you'd be willing to do the judge your neighbor because I know a lot of people are familiar, but you just teach it so beautifully. Could we go through that one quickly as well? Yeah, if people have a blank sheet of paper and a pen, that's all it takes. And so here's what the judge. Here's what the worksheet looks like if you want to print it out or if you want to fill it in. And right now, identify a time and place where you were feeling angry, mistreated, unappreciated, and notice the judgment on that person. And mine is, my mother doesn't care about me. I'm trying to, the situations, I'm trying to impress my mother, and I've helped her, and I've just worked my fingers to the bone, and she hasn't even said thank you. 
So I see her, she's sitting in a rocking chair. Now that's my time and place. Number one on the worksheet, short, simple sentence. My mother doesn't appreciate me or my mother doesn't care about me. And I'm going to say care. My mother doesn't care about me. Okay. Now in that situation, time and place. So I'm going to be there now. I see her in the rocking chair and I'm, I've finished all this work I've done waiting for her to say thank you or appreciate me. Okay, what did I want? Because it's not coming from her. So I see her in the rocking chair. What do I want? I want her to say thank you. I want her to appreciate me. Okay, so am I empty? You know, that's really what I wanted then. Now, my ego will say, oh, oh, you know, that's expecting too much. But just notice the ego has their little thing and then come back to the work. <laughs> Number two on the Judge and Neighbor Worksheet. What we did, I want. Now, number three on the Judge and Neighbor Worksheet, what advice would you offer that person mm. to get what you want? What advice would you offer that person? Okay, they should or shouldn't. Okay. My mother should say thank you. My mother should tell all her neighbors what a great daughter I am. I don't want to write that. That's so egoic. No, write it. It was there. If it's in me, it belongs on paper. Okay. My mother shouldn't be so ungrateful. Okay. Now, let's see. Do I feel empty on advice, the shoulds and shouldn'ts? Okay. Give it a moment. Okay. The next one is in that situation with my mother Stay anchored in your work in that time and place and that situation with my mother. What do I need her to think, say, feel, or do for me to be happy, hmm. to move from disappointed to happy? Okay. I need her to look at me and say, you are an amazing daughter and I love you. Yep, that's that's it. In this situation, that's what was in me, Christine. That's what came mm -hmm. up. That's mm -hmm. what I put on paper. Okay. Now, the next one is what were my thoughts about her? Okay. My mother is ungrateful. Mm -hmm. She doesn't really love me. She takes me for granted. She uses me. Okay, now when I feel empty on that number five, those were my, my thoughts about her in that time and place and situation. And my ego will scream, that's so petty, you're so petty, da, da, da. And I thank you for sharing, it's okay. You see, I see, like, I, I see the ego as a terrified child, terrified yeah. of losing its voice. So, you know, this is, this is, it's okay, you know, just we'll come back to you later. All right, the last one on the Judge and Neighbor Worksheet, number six. What is it I never want to experience in that situation with that person again? I don't ever want to do something kind for my mother again. Mm. 
No, I'm I'm sorry, honey. It's it's like we're on number five now. My mother is selfish. She's blind. Mm. She loves my brother more than she does me. She is heartless. Mm. Yeah. Now, we don't like these thoughts that come up, maybe, but right. if they came up, then they belong on paper yep. now. Get them out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then number six, the last one. What is it about that situation with that person I never want to experience again? I don't ever want to do another kind act for my mother again. Mm. I don't ever want to visit my mother again. Let's see. I think that about says it. Okay. And see, all I'm doing is going back to that time and place and looking at what I was thinking and believing then. And I may consider it crazy now. But the point is to go back and understand, identify the cause of my suffering then. Yes. So that I can question it now. And that changes my relationship with the entire human race. Mm. And, you know, I noticed, Christine, that that my early work didn't necessarily change the way I saw my mother, like drastically change the way I saw my mother, as it did other people. It just came, it just across the board, I just mm. saw. And so with, with, um, with number six, um, it's like, uh, I don't ever want to visit her again, to use that one. It's, I'm willing, the way we turn that one around different than the others, the way we turn it around is, I'm willing to see, to visit and see my mother again. Mm. I look forward to visiting my mother and seeing her again. And I do those with everything on six. And I feel the burn. <laughs> and if I have a real burn then it's simply unfinished business. It, there's, it, it's just another worksheet on my mother. And I yep. did a lot of mother worksheets. <laughs> it's just not done. And she's, she's my teacher. And yes. I was the one that dropped my entire, my entire schedule, you know, all over the world, these travels, and was with her mm. to um, her, the last months of her life. Mm. And, oh, my goodness, I'm so grateful to these worksheets and and the ability to love my mother unconditionally. I've found that across the board with my children, with my my husband, with with my ex husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's um, it's um, we think we're working on one person, but it changes the way we see. Yeah. How is this different than forgiveness? Because it feels very different to me. It is forgiveness. It is forgiveness. It's for- yeah, it's true it's- forgiveness versus I think a lot of us would think we think forgiveness is. Yes, because yeah. it's it's like when we forgive ourselves, we forgive the people in the world. I'd like to say mm-hmm. forgiveness is understanding and finally seeing and being awake to that forgiveness is um is um mm, Gosh, seeing that what I thought happened didn't. Ah, uh, that's key. That's key. That yep. is so key. Forgiveness is seeing that what I thought happened didn't. Mm-hmm. Wow. Didn't. Then you can't have your story. <laughs> yeah, you can have it, but there's no, there's no, there's no juice no to Velcro, it. Yeah, no attachment. Yeah. It's just like awakeness, um, self-realization. There's no charge. There's no, at first there's amusement and then it's not even noticed. It goes back to where it came from. Mm. Mm. 
That's powerful. Remember when, when we're children, we're not even born until we, until you know, we we come in and it's I, and but there's still no identification, and then I am, and there's still no identification, but it's 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 starting to manifest this right. this identity, right. and and then I am Byron Kathleen, and I am. Uh, a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a mother, a wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's how identify is, is I want, I need everything's on that judge and neighbor worksheet. So we believed ourselves in and we question ourselves out in, 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 in my experience, I believed myself Mm. in, it's my job to question myself out. Mm. And, uh, and I don't have to believe this world is a world to love this world. I, I see this as, as heaven, as school, mm-hmm. where we all have opportunity yeah. to wake up to reality, and no one can prove the past happened, even though um, uh, the whole world could tell me my mother loved me. Right. Until I get it, I don't get it. Right. That's so yeah. true. I yeah. heard you say something in an interview once about how can't remember how you framed it, but something about like the key to your freedom or happiness is that you never seek validation, approval, or love from anyone else. Yeah, it's a it's a prayer. God spare mm. me from the desire to seek love, approval, or appreciation from anyone. So that gives me opportunity to give the world a break. <laughs> wow, and yourself because it's exhausting to seek approval and validation. Oh, isn't that it? It it's is tiring. Exhausting. You miss out on so much. I mean, I. Oh. I built a whole career. My first career was in the entertainment industry in Hollywood. I was an agent. And I I was doing it because I was a very unpopular kid and felt very left out. And for some mm-hmm. reason, Hollywood represented the popular crowd. And if I could make it there, I could make it anywhere. And <laughs> I was so successful, but I was my fuel was I need validation. I need to be seen. Mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. to be recognized. And I kept getting promotions and different levels of success. And, I, and then I was like, wow, this isn't it. This isn't working. Yeah, it's like, whoa, <laughs> let's see, I've got more work now. That's yeah, okay. yeah, seriously. Yeah. And, and the hard thing about a, a, the, the false identity is like I played with my mother, like doing things, like doing things for her, seeking love, approval and appreciation. So I was, you know, that wasn't free what I was doing. And Oh gosh, I can't remember what I was going to say, sweetheart. It was spinning off something you said. Oh, that, the validation that, piece. Oh yeah, your 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 work in Hollywood, and it's <laughs> oh my gosh. And then what do we get? What do we get? What do we get in the end? Someone says, "Oh, you're wonderful." Yeah, <laughs> and, and it still doesn't fix it. It, <laughs> it still doesn't yeah. do what or, we think or, it's going to do. Or they give you more money, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, this is supposed to make me happy, right? You know, oh my gosh. But what I'm thinking and believing trumps all. Yes, it, it trumps everything. That's the key to yes. happiness. And rich or poor, healthy or you know, sick or well, it older, it just doesn't matter. It's what we're thinking and believing that That's is the everything. cause of all discontent until we question it and wake up to our true, you know, what I can refer to as love, our true nature. Yeah, this thing inside of us that's immovable. We can think against it. We can act against it. We can talk against it. But it is immovable until our mind is a match to that. It's war. It is. is. And we're seeing that in the outside world in so many ways because people Mm -hmm. have forgotten their true nature. And, you know, I hope that, well, when I really 
do the work. One of the the things that I come up with in my turnarounds is like, this is all our learning and this is all happening. So we remember who we are and whether that's true or not, it feels true to me. (laughs) It it takes me out of the fear and the agitation and the anxiety. And it just brings me um, like a deeper sense of contentment and and it moves me back into love. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if you died and went to heaven where there's no pain, there's no suffering, there's no, there's no war, there's no, it's, it's beautiful. It's just, it's, it's heaven. But the only problem is when you died and went to this heaven, everything you believed on earth, you took with you. Mm. So where would you be? Mm. Earth. Mm-hmm. So heaven, heaven is earth and earth is heaven. Mm. Earth is the school you pointed to and um well the the um it's a school yes it is yeah to wake up to to yeah reality with a big r yeah and that's the thing i think that i'm curious what you think about manifestation because i think a lot of people get tripped up in the universe is testing me with this or i created this because i manifested it and I think that it creates a lot of confusion for people. Earth is like cause and effect. And people do these four questions and turn around on the judge your neighbor worksheet. We're looking at internal cause and effect. Think this, get that. So everything, this is duality. And so the more one wakes up to reality, the uh, du- duality begins to... Um, to um, just not make sense anymore and you're mm. you're in love with what is there's no downside right and that and it's not airy fairy it's real deal like he says i don't care about you and and i think oh my goodness you know i can i can um, i've got a lot of options here i can ask him why if i'm confused about it and really listen don't ask if i don't mean it Another option, I can, I can give him something. I can walk away. If he doesn't care about me, I can be absent and serve him in that. And I mean, there's, there's just no downside. There's I love no that. Downside. There's a lot of options we have when we oh get triggered or something says goodness. something. It's like remembering that instead of just going into our habitual... <laughs> Reactions like, hmm, back to yeah. curiosity. What are my options in this yeah, moment? It, I have options. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if if I say the sky is blue and someone says, no, it's pink, I can respect their sky. I don't have, they don't have to see my blue sky. Mm. We, all, we, all, we all see the way we see. Mm. But, you know, what do you mean a pink sky? Are you crazy? I don't, you, you know, you're messing with me. Da, 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 da. You know, that's, that's defense is the first act of war. Yeah. I'm defending my blue sky at the expense of your pink one. Why can't we have, you have yours, I have mine. Right. And that can all be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, as you said, the end to war. Mm. Oh, man. This has just been like a dose of oxytocin for me. 
<laughs> well, honey, the hours you put in and the kindnesses and the good you do in the mm. world, I'm glad. If this is an oasis, I'm really glad mm. to be a part of it. Oh. Thank you. No, thank you. It's just your work is and the work is simple and profound and just reminds us all of the truth of who we are and that in, in any moment, like we can, we can question a thought, we can go through this worksheet. And that's what I love about your work. It's, it's, it's practical too. There's a system to it. And I notice the more I practice it, the better I get at it and the quicker I get at it. And the more I'm able to shift into that more place of, of neutrality. And I think in this time when there is so much perceived division and polarity and duality, more and more people doing this work is just crucial. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, just, just to just noticing it's crucial or not, you know, it's up to each of us individually. It's like he has his world. It's what he believes it to be. I have my world. It's what I believe it to be. You have yours. Everyone, no two people live in the same world. <laughs> so if if I want if I'm disagreeing with someone, you know I'm it's the war of the planets, you know I you know why don't I just stay on my own planet and and allow him his? Why do we have to collide? Right. And he can collide with me. He's welcome in my planet, but and I'm up for joining other planets too, but not if. I'm unwanted. Right. I can give them the gift of not landing on their landing in their planet. Yes. Wow. <laughs> what freedom. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. And I know people can go to the work.com and I'll link the two worksheets we did up in the show mm -hmm. notes. You also have a podcast. You also are doing some classes. Can you tell people where they can connect with you? Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, the work live. It, it's at home with Byron Katie, and and we just kind of hang out like this, and and worksheets and shares, and it's just I don't know. It's just the community of the world from all over the world, and yeah, we have everyone's welcome there, uh, mm. nine to ten Pacific time, and then ByronKatie.com. The, or the work.com and the worksheets are there. There's a one, two, three. That's a lot of fun. It's a way to identify the cause of it's a way. Anyway, it's all there. Very simple. Yep. A way to identify the cause of your suffering and how to end it. And I would suggest everybody print out the worksheets, re-listen to the podcast where Katie takes you through the exercises. So you kind of have her guidance work with something maybe that's not a huge trigger to begin with and then go to oh, something deeper. Yeah. You know, those trivial little things blow our minds right. when we put them on paper. Oh, so there's no little thing. to We want to work with the big thing and take care of it. But, oh, my gosh, those trivial little things. You yep. know, it's we start where we do. Yeah. Sometimes I've had the biggest ahas oh, or shifts my, with something oh, I didn't think was a big deal. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> can rock our world yeah. and therefore shift our identity mm. to a kinder, more awake, aware human being. Oh, thank you for being a kinder, more awake, aware human being and such a beautiful teacher. Oh, honey, thank you. Thank you.